back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Running out things here on the block with Strick and Buck on 93.7 The Ticket. Our last segment is Hitting the Hardwood with Strick. We talk some NBA action, and we will talk about the Lakers, so that will be exciting. I just want to also uh, tease to you a little bit about what's going on Ticket Weeknights tonight up the middle. Uh, coming up next with Cam Chick and Bryce Matthews, members of the Husker baseball team. Splashly for three. We'll follow them with Ashley Scugan of the women's basketball team. And then outside the box with the Stars tonight. So Ticket Weeknights. In Fuego, on fire tonight. Uh, so you're going to want to stick around for that. But first, let's get to hitting the hardwood before we round things out. And it's just a, it's a weird time to be a Lakers fan, <laughs> I think, right now. Mm. Um, kind of struggling about what to do. The trade deadline's approaching, or do they have to make some moves there? Um, because their, their team is obviously one of the oldest teams of all time. Um, and... It, 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 there's different ways to kind of look at it. LeBron James is having another great year, averaging almost 29. He started some games at center. Um, but for me, it ultimately comes down to the health of Anthony Davis about how much of a factor they're going to be in the playoffs. But right now at, at 500, there's no guarantee to make it. Do you think the Lakers have to do something drastic before the trade deadline um, to try to make this thing work? Or do you think continuing to believe in Russell Westbrook and the pairing with LeBron James and, and maybe by the time you get AD back, who's been out a month, that, that eventually this thing can flow? I mean, the thing you got to look at, are they the Lakers or are they the Fakers? You know, that's going to be the determining factor for you in your mind. If you're a huge Laker fan, you're you're hoping to see some turning of the curve at some point, you know, coming around the bend. You know, what what was the song? You know, she'll be coming around the mountain. She come, <laughs> you know, hopefully that's what they're waiting on. They're waiting for her to come around the mountain. But um, I think when you look at it, I don't know if they can really make any moves on anything in particular they are heavily over the salary cap with what they have i know they're probably trying to move russell westbrook i just don't know what they could get back for him at this point i think his his contract won't be even touchable until next year because of the fact that he he has those few years left so i think they're gonna it's either gonna be patchwork or a hodgepodge of trying to just see what guys in the G league or what guys out there that are elderly and they're already an elderly team. They're not getting any younger. You know what I mean? So we talked about what, what LeBron is doing. We see that he's having a phenomenal season, but is it sustainable because he too is injury prone as well for the physical and the style of play that he plays in the game. Is it sustainable to make those, you know, play those and log those types of minutes at his age and will that wear him out? I don't think he has the ability to do as he did when he was with those Cleveland teams to be able to to lead the team the way that he did. Um, and they were looking for Westbrook to be able to take some of that pressure off of him so that he didn't have to do it that way. Um, missing Anthony Davis, it, what type of Anthony Davis are you going to get back? When are you going to get him back? That those, There's so many uncertainties there. And they're not getting any younger. Every game they age, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not like this isn't a Benjamin Button situation where they're going backwards, they're going forward. So it's 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 going to be interesting to see how they finish out. There's still too much inconsistency for me to make it. They're going to get in. They're going to get into that playing game. But then that's another game, another series of getting banged up at an elderly team. And, uh, you know, 
So that's how I feel about it. Oh, and it's just the West. I mean, it, it's hard to imagine because you, if you're a Lakers fan, obviously you want to position yourself well above 500, um, so you, that you're not fighting upward. But uh, I mean, right now, um, the, the Suns, obviously, we know about them winning the West last year. The Warriors are back at full strength. Um, the Grizzlies have, have kind of shot themselves up to the, the number three spot. But from there, you know, it's the Jazz, the Mavericks, the Nuggets, the, the Clippers. They're all. It's all those same teams that are so difficult in the Western Conference playoffs are so fun to watch because of the competition that's there. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's hard to imagine an, an aging Lakers team without too much shooting being able to do that. Like you said, the whole idea was to have Russell Westbrook um, log a lot of those minutes in the regular season and maybe save LeBron for the playoffs. But with the AD injury, I mean, LeBron's, they're they're grinding LeBron out quite a bit, and uh, I don't know if that's gonna the, to be well. And then like like you said, the long term thing with the Lakers is always the health of Anthony Davis. If you can catch you know <laughs> lightning in a bucket or whatever, and you and you get him healthy, um, then you can win the championship. We saw that in the bubble. Um, but that's hard to ask, and of course, you know, that's not necessarily the case moving on with this year's team. I think Malik Monk has found a nice role there after um, some experimentation with Kent Bazemore in the starting lineup. I think they've found at least a role there to move forward with Monk, but uh, you know, obviously he's not going to make the difference in a championship or not. They they need they need more help, and they, they need to stay healthy, and they've always needed more shooting. Um, it's it's kind of weird, because LeBron's been there a few years now, and I just never felt like, even when they won the title, you know, grabbing Ron Rondo and Dwight Howard and guys like I just never felt the front office did the best job of setting them up with the players around them um, because I mean that 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 was legitimate I mean Kuzma or Rondo were like the third or fourth best players on that playoff run and they were wildly inconsistent whether they were going to show up and, and be you know playoff Rondo or uh, or Kuzma was going to have one of his better games it was all on Anthony Davis and LeBron James and that was in in you know in the bubble who knows if they could re- replicate that outside of it. It's totally different for an elderly elderly man to play at home and you ain't got to go nowhere than to be able to get on that plane, deal with the aches and the, the breaks of that travel, getting in at two, three in the morning, having to get to bed. You need to be iced up, wake up the next morning, go to shoot. It's a lot different than sleeping in a nice comfy bed. You ain't got to go nowhere, but walk right down the hall to the next arena, to the practice facility in the exhibition room this is of, the, of the building. So that's that's the way I feel about that. It's a lot different. Yeah, and it's a, it's a too bad. Did you ever watch the bubble and kind of think, man, I would have liked that experience. That would have been interesting at least. I don't know if everybody liked it. You had to stay there and not see your family for months or whatever. That, yeah, that, that part I think was hard, but I think just, I mean, it, it felt like practice. I mean, Rondo was a freaking maniac shooting the ball in the bubble. It's a lot. It's like practice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so I didn't like it. Yeah, I would. I don't know if I would have liked it either, but at least it was entertaining for the time when there wasn't a whole lot else entertaining going on. We'll continue our Hitting the Hardwood segment every day to catch up on some NBA action with our former NBA player, Eric Strickland. Uh, but that'll just about wrap it up for our time tonight. Like I said, Ticket Weeknights on Fire. Coming up next is Up the Middle with Camp Chick and Bryce Matthews of the Husker baseball team. We'll have plenty on throughout the le- rest of the week. Bruce Chubbuck, I believe, set to join us tomorrow. So we're going to have a-, a wonderful show tomorrow. Like Chubb to- Rock. Yeah. Thank, thank you guys to, to for listening today, Strick. We'll see you. Everybody else, have a nice weekend. Stay tuned. Take a weeknight. It's coming up next.